Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. My name is Sarah Thompson, and I am your host each and every week on this great podcast. Now, this week is a solo episode um, with just me talking. And um, I'm going to be talking all about ChatGPT. Now, this is not the first podcast episode that I have done on ChatGPT. Uh, If you want to catch up on another episode, please jump back to episode 53, um, where I did a really good introduction on ChatGPT, how and what and why. So kind of like understanding the fundamentals of the platform and what it is. So I won't be diving into that today. What I'm hoping to do is talk a little bit more about the platform and specifically how can you use it to help you in your business. Now, we know that ChatGPT has uh, recently come out with a paid version of it. um, And I wanted to sort of start by discussing what is the paid version versus why do we have a free version? Um, And at the moment, the paid version doesn't seem to have a lot of benefits over the free version. So the paid version is around the $40 mark. So it's quite expensive if you're looking to sign up for it, and that is per month. And um, at the moment, again, the benefits of it are, I would say, um, not massive. (laughs) There definitely are some, but let me just walk you through what the benefits are. So when you're considering whether you wanna use the free version or the paid version, you can decide which makes more sense for you. So one of the things that we do know with ChatGPT, it's under a lot of pressure in terms of the usage on the platform. And this sometimes means that the results can be slower to be delivered. So when we put in a query into the chat, it can take a little bit of time for that to generate. Now on the paid version, uh, the word on the street is that this is much quicker. So your response time is much faster. What we also know is that on the free version, you're only allowed to submit so many queries per hour. And um, you will then get an error response saying that you've um, put in too many queries. So if you're going to be a very heavy user of ChatGPT, you're going to bump up against this problem and you're probably going to have to look at moving to the paid version. So with the paid version, you obviously have an unlimited amount of queries and an unlimited amount of response words as well. The other thing that we know is that when it generates a response, on the free version, the response is only so long. On the paid version, you'll get a more detailed and lengthy response, which again could be really helpful for you if you're wanting it to generate things like long blog posts, things like that. It's not going to be able to generate it all on the free version um, or not to the length that you're looking for. So do keep that in mind if you're looking for it to generate very long content for you as a response. You're probably going to have to look at the paid version. Uh, The other thing that it does give you is, and I'm sorry, I'm just reading from my notes because I wrote them down. Um, it does give you better support. So um, currently ChatGPT in terms of the support functions, if you want to ask questions is, well, let's be honest, virtually non-existent. So if you're looking for that help desk kind of support, um, you will definitely get that through the paid version. The other thing that they have told us is that you will get priority access to all new features and upgrades. So you'll be the the, the first kid on the block to be able to try out these things as well. So with all of that in mind, I'm hopeful that you can then make an informed decision as to whether or not you feel like you need to be on the free version of ChatGPT or whether you need to upgrade to the professional version, which is currently around that $40 a month, which I have to say I feel is quite expensive. For my own purposes, 
I have tested out the paid version of it for a couple of months to see what I thought of it. And my conclusion was that I didn't need to be on the paid version. I think that in inevitably we're going to see quite a few changes in the free versus the paid version of ChatGPT. And it will be along the similar lines to Canva. So Canva initially rolled out a free version. The paid version didn't seem to have a lot of benefits, but I now know that I couldn't live without Canva Pro. It has so many features and benefits in it that I use every single day in my business that I absolutely could not exist without it. So at the moment, I think we can enjoy the free version of ChatGPT and kind of enjoy having so much access to so many of the features and, and really take advantage of that. But um, do keep in mind that it's highly likely that as the platform grows and they add more features, they're likely to add these to the paid version and therefore our free version is highly likely to become inadequate for us as business users. So whilst it's free, let's enjoy it. But keep in mind that you will have to probably consider moving to a paid version down the track. And that will be really interesting when that happens, because, of course, there are so many alternatives to ChatGPT. Um, there were before they launched. And the reason that ChatGPT did so well is because they launched with a free version, whereas many of the others that existed prior to December 2022 were all paid and kind of quite expensive starting at that $50 a month mark. So you had to really understand it, understand what the benefits to your business were and how you could use it. What we are seeing, which is really exciting, is an explosion in information coming out of um, all different types of businesses, including myself, on how you can use and make the most of ChatGPT. So my first comments would be, if you haven't used it yet in your business, um, please keep in mind that everybody is going to be using it to a greater or lesser extent. And if you are not using it in your business, it is highly likely that you're going to get left behind simply because your competitors are going to be able to generate content at a much faster rate than yourself. And so this then means that you're simply not going to be able to keep up with the demands of things like social media content, which we know are so arduous already. And if our competitors are out, out kind of outperforming us, that is not good news for our business. So I really want to encourage you, if you haven't yet tried ChatGP, to give it a go. And yes, I am a ChatGPT girl. I am going to be quite loyal to it, um, mainly because I feel very confident in how it is used. But I do know that there are plenty of competitors out in the marketplace. There is a lot of talk about people being really enamored with the AI that exists and is embedded within Canva and seeing how that goes. And look, I'm willing to try everything, but at the moment, I'm really enjoying my ChatGPT journey. I'm enjoying how it functions and my brain likes how it operates. So um, for me, it ticks all of my boxes and I don't feel compelled to go and try something new or try something else out. But that being said, if you don't love it and you have tried it and you can't get, like, can't get a handle on it, I would encourage you to try the other options out there because they are popping up just so, so frequently. And I guess it's in response to that huge kind of um, waves that ChatGPT created in the marketplace. So let's talk about ChatGPT and how you can be using it, because um, I think we a lot of people are thinking it seems really cool, but I'm not sure how I would use it in my business. And there are so many uses for it. And once we understand that, uh, it will really transform the way you do a lot of things within your business. So first of all, if you haven't tried it out, just know that when you jump into ChatGPT, you've logged in and you start that um, all important chat. Um, it doesn't know you. The bot, the AI, the ChatGPT doesn't know anything about you and your business. 
what it is doing is pulling pieces of data and we're talking billions of pieces of data from the internet to give you an answer. So one of the first things that I would recommend that you did was try and find out the way in which you write. Because if we give ChatGPT questions or prompts and we get responses from it, those are likely to be very bland and very generic. And what we don't want to do is sound like everybody else. And I am seeing at the moment um, blogs being produced, um, email newsletters being produced, and I read them and I'm like, that's ChatGPT that wrote that. It just doesn't have that nice touch and that nice tone. So what we need to do, and this, and to be fair, ideally you should know this in your business anyway, but if you don't, um, the great news is that ChatGPT is here to help you. So one of your first tasks that you should do is find some copy or some text that you have written. So this may come from your website. It may be from an email that you've sent to a customer or client that, that is in your voice that very much sounds like your style of writing. It may also be um, like a social media post. But what I would say is the longer you can input it, like if it's two or three paragraphs, that's ideal because it gives it a really strong sense of what your style is like. So what I would suggest you put into ChatGPT is a prompt to let it know that you're going to do something. I often work like this. It's almost like I'm having a conversation with a coworker. So I will say to ChatGPT, I am going to type in some text or some copy, whichever word you're comfortable with, from my website. And I want you to help me understand more about it. And then you can put in your text. And then you want to say to it, I would like you to tell me from this text, what is the style, the tone, the language and the voice, okay? Those four words. Because what it's going to do is it's going to analyze what it is that you have given it, like the text, and it's going to give you a response to that. So when I've put my copy into ChatGPT and asked it about my style, tone, language, and voice, it has come back and said to me that mine is friendly, fun, professional. And that feels like a very good fit for me. Okay. So I felt when I got that response, I was super happy to think, oh, it is understanding who I am and it's getting what I'm trying, like how I like to speak in the written as well as the verbal voice. So those words, friendly, fun, and it was also informal and professional are then the words that I'm going to talk back to ChatGPT whenever it creates any text from me. So getting that understanding of your, your stone, your, gosh, your tone, your style, your language, and your voice is super important. Now, those words, you're going to write them down somewhere really handy and have them as reference because whenever you put anything into ChatGPT and it writes something for you, you are going to then say to it, please rewrite this using the following prompts. Make it more warm, friendly, fun, and professional, okay? So you're going to give it back those words to help it write and find more of your tone. And I can't emphasize this enough because this is what's going to take ChatGPT and your uses of it from really ho-hum and a little bit average to making it really close to understanding your style so that when it spits out words at you, they're going to sound more like what it is that you have created. So that is an excellent way to start anything with ChatGPT is getting an understanding of what it is that your tone in your written word is. That's really, really key. And I know that when I teach this class, that's one of the first tips that I always give. The other thing that I want you to consider is that you should be using ChatGPT with every single piece of written word that you have in your business. 
Now, most people are like, well, you know, I, I think that feels like it's time consuming. But what I want you to understand is that we can really elevate our business, elevate our professionalism, improve so much of what we do by using ChatGPT. Now, I'll be really frank, I love writing. I, in my next life, I will be either an author or a copywriter. I really, really enjoy it. And having been in marketing nearly 30 years, um, obviously I've had plenty of opportunity to hone my skills as a copywriter. So it's something that I genuinely enjoy doing. I love writing my weekly newsletter to my email list. I really enjoy that creative expression that I get. So I don't want to hand that over to ChatGPT, but what I do want to do is make sure that I have written it in the best possible way. So whenever I have written anything in my business, whether I'm sending an email to my clients, I'm writing a social media post, I'm doing my weekly newsletter, whatever it is that I'm doing, I will take that finished written product and I will put it into ChatGPT and I'll ask it a couple of questions. So I will tell it what this is. I'll say, um, this is my weekly newsletter that is talking about my podcast on ChatGPT. So I'll tell it what I'm doing. So always tell it so that it can kind of go, oh, okay, get what that is. I'm not sending like a text message to my girlfriend. I'm sending an email to my database and I'm a small business. So you tell it that information. And then what I say to it is I give it the copy that I have written and I say to it a few things. How can I make this better? How can I improve the style and tone? And what have I left out? Now, the what have I left out is a really good question because um, I think that I'm pretty good at selling and I think that I do a reasonable job of selling in most aspects of my business. And nearly every time it tells me that I need to add a call to action. So obviously I think that I'm better at it than what ChatGPT does, which is a really interesting reflection to get back on you and your business. So asking it those questions, what I'm actually doing is I'm using it as a proofreader and an editor. And can I tell you from a business perspective, I feel like this has lifted a massive weight off my shoulders because it is hard when you work in a business as a solopreneur and you are the only voice. I mean, I am lucky enough to work with my husband, but let me tell you, he doesn't want to read over everything that I do. I also have a team and they don't want to read over everything that I do. But what I do want is I want to make sure that I've written things well, that I have communicated with clarity and that I have put my best foot forward every single time I am writing within my business. So using ChatGPT to give me feedback as a proofreader and editor is one of my favorite tools that I'm using ChatGTP for. The other thing that I would suggest that you can do, and this is particularly handy if you're in a phase, especially writing social media content, is that if you are doing like a launch or you're promoting the same thing and, and you need to put up multiple social media posts. So um, I would suggest if you're promoting something, you might want to be putting up a post every single day for two weeks. Now, from a creative perspective, that is super hard because there are only so many ways that you can say the same thing, particularly if you're like, um, I want to promote, what am I going to promote? I want to promote my online course called Sell With Socials. And Sell With Socials has the following, um, it costs this much money, it's available on demand, it has 30 days of prompts to help you improve selling on social media. And it has all of these, what we would call kind of those key pieces of information, which is boring, but important that it's included every time. And then what we generally do is we top and tail that post with an emotional trigger. So my top of that post would be something that would call out the problem that my audience has. So it would be something like, are you sick of posting on social media, not getting any traction, 
not getting engagement and as a result, not getting any sales. Okay, so that's how I would start that post. I should always start it with an emotional trigger. And then I would say, well, I have the answer for you. My new course, Sell With Socials, can help with that. And so then I put all the functional information. Here's what the course is. Here's how you buy it. Here's how you get access. All of that stuff that that is important, but kind of, let's be honest, functional. And then I close it with a call to action, like come and buy now and start making sales tomorrow. So nice and strong call to action. So that post is a great post, but if I have to write that 10 times, um, I, I kind of like do anything to avoid doing that because my brain's like, oh, Sarah, how many ways can you say this and make it creative and interesting? And this is where ChatGPT has become my BFF. I will take that post that I love and I'm really happy with and think that's really well done. And if I can be honest, I found since I've been using ChatGPT that I'm much more motivated and encouraged to write one great post than when I have to sit down and schedule 10 posts that are all really similar. So I've written one great post and I put it into ChatGPT and I say to it, um, this is a post that's promoting my course, Sell With Socials, and I would like you to write five new posts for me from this post. And I would like you to use a fun, friendly, informal and professional tone, okay? Now, the great news about getting ChatGPT to rewrite something for you is it has found your copy and it very much uses your style of writing. So when it rewrites those five new posts for you, it is really interesting because when I read them, it's kind of spooky because I don't know which one is me and which one isn't. And I I actually said to my mastermind ladies when I did my last launch, um, I've written one of the posts of the 10 that are going out onto social media. I want you to try and guess which one. And I realized after I said that, I was like, I'm not sure which one I wrote because they all sounded so like my voice. And that is really the result of me putting my copy in there and it understanding really, really innately what my style is. And then it being able to spit out answers that are so in alignment with that. Now, the last piece of advice that I want to give you about ChatGPT is really considering Is it okay to put it out there as it stands without any editing and changing? Now, my comment to you would be as follows. If you feel like it is really close to how that it would sound like 95% fit for your voice and your business and how you would speak or how you would write, then I think the answer to that is absolutely yes, it is okay to put it out there. If you don't feel like it is close enough to you, your style of writing, You can keep pushing ChatGPT and the great thing about it is it doesn't have any emotions and it doesn't get all sulky if you ask it to keep writing things. I have worked with copywriters in the past, particularly when I was in corporate, where you feel like you're bumping up against their emotions saying, I'm not happy with any of this, you need to start again. And then they come back and you're like, I'm still not happy, you're not getting it. And so we have that trepidation about asking it. And the great thing about ChatGPT is it is a machine and it is AI. And it doesn't care if you ask it to rewrite something once or a thousand times, it will keep generating responses for you. So do have a go at getting it to rewrite it a few times. Remember giving it those prompts on your tone so it can get closer to you. But what I would say is that there is a point of diminishing returns where you kind of look at the response and you're like, still not quite right, but it's good enough that I can grab it, maybe pop it into a Word document and start to actually kind of flesh it out myself. But what I do find with this, again, is that notion of the the, the like the white paper of doom is that if you are having to write something, the worst thing you can do is look at a blank piece of paper or a blank screen 
because it completely stifles your creativity. You get completely overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Whereas if you take that response out of chat GPT, put it into your Word document and start using that as a basis to kind of like, go, well, that phrase is not quite right. I wouldn't speak like that. I'm going to change those words there. And that call to action does not sound like Sarah. It does not sound like me. I'm going to change all of those. Instead of you sitting there sort of agonizing over writing a post for like 30 minutes, it can take you more like five minutes to kind of just rewrite it and kind of zhuzh it a little bit as it were. So for me, I find that to be incredibly time saving. One of the things that I haven't done yet is use it to start things from scratch. And it's really because I have so much confidence in my own writing that I haven't felt like I've wanted it to do that as yet. But what I have done is given it ideas and asked it to help me with them. And in the interest of full transparency, my course that's called Sell with Socials, what a great name. <laughs> now, I wanted to call it something, and, I, and I'm just going to be really honest in my podcast. The name was really rubbish. It was something like the 30-day sales challenge, how to sell more using social media. Like, honestly, like I think you fell asleep while I was saying that. It was so long and clunky. And again, I'm quite a creative person. I love marketing. I love copywriting. I should be quite good at coming up with a name for a course. And here I was with this name that had about 20 words in it. And so I went to ChatGPT and said to it, I am creating a course where I'm going to teach people how to use social media to sell. And I want it to be short and I want it to be sharp and I want it to be super punchy where people know exactly what I'm meaning. And it just wrote sell with socials. And I nearly burst into tears because I'd been sitting in my own head trying to figure out a name for this course and had got nowhere. And then it just spat out these three words. And I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> and it was just so accurate. And of course I used a tagline because it's like the 30 day sales challenge or something like that underneath it. But it was just so quick. And it, if I'm really honest, it felt a little bit demoralizing because I thought, oh, Sarah, you're meant to be the expert in your business. You're also meant to be an expert in marketing, selling, and copywriting and there you are getting in your own head getting you in your own way and you have one conversation with some AI and it fixes all of your problems for you and comes up with a really brilliant name and it felt great but at the same time I felt slightly irritated because I definitely wasted time and I have to say that was a really interesting lesson for me because I now go to chat GPT and I use it like I'm having a brainstorming session so when I worked in corporate and I had a team and there was lots of people to bounce ideas off, that can still happen. But when you work by yourself, the brainstorming is just your brain and it can be tough. And so I actually go into chat GPT now and I start to say, I'm thinking of creating this and I think it would look like this. What do you think I should include? What, what, what would be important that I covered? Because again, I've spent hours and hours researching courses on the internet to make sure when I create a course, I'm not missing something glaringly obvious, okay? Because that's always your fear is like you create this course, you put your heart and soul into it and someone goes, oh, do you not cover this? And you're like, oh, how did I miss that? So for me, ChatGPT is this, it gives me this brainstorming activity, which I love to do. And it gives me that like another brain inside my business. And I absolutely love it for that. So I am hopeful that today's episode has given you some inspiration to go and use ChatGPT to get some ideas on how you can make the most of it in your business, particularly if you were kind of being a bit cautious about asking it to actually write your copy for you. Because now you can see that that is not its only use is to write things from scratch. It has a much bigger application in terms of helping you improve your copy, replicate your copy, 
all of that kind of thing. So I hope that you found today's episode really useful. Um, as you know, I'm very passionate about ChatGPT. It's highly likely this is not the last episode on that. Um, and I will look forward to catching you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.